0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <sighs> ah, damn. Love me some coffee on a cold winter morning, you know what I'm saying? What do you think? You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. You're yeah, damn right it is, son. Cause your boy made it. Starbucks partner of the quarter. Boy, 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 boy. Fucking air horn. Let's go. Barista, baby. Barista, baby. What's up, folks? How we doing? Welcome back to the Millennial Man Child Podcast. And as always, I'm your wonderful host with the smooth, silky, sweet voice, Miles Casey. How we doing? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? I hope you're doing well. I hope you, maybe, you know, winter's out there. It's in full effect for most of the people. I mean, it's out, It's an effect out here, but not the same. You know, I'm, I'm a coward and... I'll be bundling up, but it gets down to like 55. (laughs) That's the cold, the coldest it gets. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, brr, brr. But, you know, I hope you're doing all right. I hope maybe, like you, maybe you're having a nice hot cup of joe, enjoying yourself. It's a great way to start the day. Maybe you're just getting off work, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to have me some hot tea or some hot cocoa. Who knows? But I hope you're doing well, and I hope you're doing all right. You know, maybe you're not doing all right. Maybe you're like pissed. That fucking winter's here, so you're just like chugging wine, trying to forget that it's eleven degrees outside with snow on the ground. You're not gonna let the fucking sun be just kissing your sun your skin and jumping in pools for like another six months, right? So, you know, it's okay. Be a little depressed too. That's fine. It's okay. We all we're all a little depressed from time to time, aren't we? I know I am, but who knows? Maybe that's just me. And I live in a place where it doesn't get cold very much. It's it's cold relative to me and I'm a big pussy, so That's the only reason I say it's cool. But I hope you're doing well. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on this fucking wonderful journey that is the Man Child Podcast. It is much appreciated. Uh, But yeah, let's just get into it. You know, as I said, I'm going to toot my own horn here at the beginning. Uh, I did get Starbucks, partner of the quarter. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He's the best. How did he do it? It's incredible what he did for Starbucks, partner of the quarter. Yes, yes, please, please hold your applause. Hold your applause. Uh, you know, I just want to say thank you to the millions of people who voted for me. Uh, couldn't have made this possible without you. Uh, the hard work was all for you, baby. All for you. No, but all but jokes aside, it is nice to get recognized for the hard work. It is also a $75 bonus, which your boy ain't mad at. So, yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm you know, thank you for the people that did actually. I think there was like the other coworkers that gave the shout out. You know, they're the ones who choose. So thank you to them for noticing the kid for working hard, I do appreciate it, and it's, it's crazy, like, this is the first quarter, my first full quarter that I've actually worked there, and I already got partner of the quarter, so, you know, not to toot my own horn, but pretty happy about that, uh, but yeah, Starbucks has been wild lately, I'm gonna get into it a, a couple different ways here, probably, but it's like, you never really know what you're gonna get at the Ocean Beach Starbucks on any, any given day, you know what I mean, you just never know, like, I, I personally, I could probably never have to watch reality TV again, because I got the best reality TV show on earth, at work, I just have to look out the fucking window, and ta-da, there it is, like, it's a mixture of, like, survivor, intervention, cops, and world star hip-hop, all wrapped into one little concoction, I mean, it's, uh, it's quite the beautiful thing, you know, the only problem is, is I get a little too close to the action sometimes, you know, like, I guess what I'm saying is I should at least get a producer credit on this shit because we, I'm out here on these streets and you never know what's going to happen, especially getting paid fucking minimum wage at Starbucks. It's like, Hey, this Starbucks is a special case. Give your boy like that fucking dangerous wage pay or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause we out here on these streets and the Starbucks baristas, uh, just don't make enough money, plain and simple, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, like the other day, for example, man, there was this dude who was losing his mind on drugs. He was on all the drugs, I think. You know I could I couldn't tell which ones for sure so I just say all of them but if I had to maybe guess I would say I would narrow it down to like uh, a strong concoction of PCP and methamphetamine you know what I'm saying because this it's just based off of the noises and the yells and the screams that he was making there wasn't a wasn't coherent what was happening with this man but he's outside yelling at people screaming at them on the corner and it's it's a bittersweet thing for me because it's funny to kind of watch And it also is scaring away customers. So it's making my job easier. It's like, oh man, this guy's almost doing me a solid in a way. It's like I'm having a little easier day at work because this guy's just terrifying people out in front of the Starbucks. And it's not my problem until he comes in. You know, if he comes in, it's like, oh Jesus, now it's a shit show. I don't, you know, I don't want that. But what ends up happening is if you're screaming and yelling at people, eventually, eh, you're going to meet somebody who's less interested in that and won't put up with that, right? They're going to basically just American History X curb stomp you or try to anyways and that's basically what happened here in this situation this guy was screaming at this dude and this other guy didn't take very kindly to it and started beating the shit out of this guy and we had to call the cops so it's just like I got the best fucking reality TV show right there it's just like I said I'm a little too close to it it'd be nice if I had some distance just a little a little distance you know what I'm saying I don't know it's wild and also it's like now that I again I've mentioned this before but it's like now that I'm immersed into the homeless community a little bit more. They all know who I am. I'm like an honorary member, you know, uh, <laughs> hanging out with them, giving them nugs. What's up, homies? You know, they're always like, Miles, ah, oh, there he is. What's up, dude? How you doing? You don't have work today? Oh, that's awesome. Like, you know, that type of shit. Uh, it's weird because I'm like the, the, like, in my mind, I'm like the Jane Goodall for the homeless people. You know, she did it for the gorillas, but I'm doing it out here on these ocean beach streets. I'm like the nurturing, nurturing figure, the the mother figure. You call me Mama Miles, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm giving them water, letting them use the bathroom, conversation. Sometimes I'll we have some extra food. I'll fucking like sneak it over and slip it to them. And be like, oh, here you go, man. This person didn't pick this up. Enjoy. If they you know, it's usually the ones that are the way I like the way they carry themselves, the way they behave. They respect the Starbucks and they know the rules and yada yada. You know, I hook those people up. But I'm like I'm like the nurturing figure out here. So the the funny thing is, they start telling me all kinds of shit. They're always telling me weird stories about how, oh, I almost got robbed last night. Or I was like, oh, I was doing this fucking crazy thing. And you know, uh, the other day, I was waiting in line because, or uh, the homeless dude, one of the homeless dudes, who's the same guy who actually told me that I was one of his best friends, which is equal parts heartbreaking and heartwarming was telling me how there was a long line at the Starbucks bathroom because there's always a fucking line at the Starbucks bathroom now that it's just a a free-for-all you know you can you can shoot up in there you can shower you can shave you can shit you can fucking start smoking meth it's pretty much a free-for-all in that bathroom it's whatever your uh imagination can create that Starbucks bathroom is uh gonna deliver the goods to you basically I mean we had somebody try to start a fucking fire in there the other day for Christ's sake so you know whatever just a casual day at Ocean Beach but this guy's telling me that he had to go so bad. He's, like, laughing. He's, like, bro, man, like, you don't even understand, dude. Like, I had to go. I had to go, like, really bad, bro. Like, woof." And then, man, I had to I start spraying out the store. And I ran back to the alley. And I just took a big old shit. And I'm over here connecting dots. Because I have to take out trash to back, that back alley all the time. I have to take out trash to the dumpsters. And this motherfucker literally shit took a big old shit right by the dumpster you know and normally you go you think oh maybe it's dog poo or maybe it is a homeless person's shit who knows uh i found out ding 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 we have a winner it's this dude right here and he's laughing about it it's like this dude is that how you treat your friends bro you just call me one of your best friends and i have to go step over your shit every time i take out the trash that's not how you treat your friends bro that's not that's not cool And he's just telling me this shit, doesn't even care, doesn't even make the dots or connections that I might think, like, dude, what the fuck, and yeah, that's pretty much how my life is going right now, and yeah, that sums it up pretty well, I think, yeah, so, you know, it's going well, it's going well out here in California, the fucking wild west of the world, basically, I don't know, but yeah, uh, let's just get into it today, (laughs) I got a good one for you, we're talking, we're just rambling and babbling, talking shit, so, uh, yeah, hope you enjoy. just get stitches see me me what's up folks so let's just get into it. uh i today I want to talk a little bit I, I know i started off on starbucks so i'm going to continue a little bit more on starbucks and then we'll get into the other details and shit but um man these fucking people i can't i can't even believe that these people exist that somebody thinks you know what I'm going to do this. I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to make a stink when it comes to some stupid petty shit. You know what I mean? Like, for example, I'm working at Starbucks, obviously. I've been talking about it a lot lately because it's wild. But uh, this lady, or I'm assuming it was a lady. I'm, I'm picturing uh, a white middle-aged lady, kind of a shortish haircut, a little overweight, probably likes Xanax and wine too much and has nothing better to do with their life it could be it could be a dad too who knows it could be just some fucking old cheeto fingered troll who is on twitter all day just sucking trump's dick i don't know but i'm picturing a middle-aged half because this person called in you know you have to go you have to go through so much trouble to make this happen too which is why i can't fathom how somebody would decide that that's what they're going to do with their time but uh Somebody called in because at Starbucks, we have a display case where the food goes. And our case wasn't working properly. We were having some issues with it. So we were just putting it up there as display only, not getting food out of there and giving it to people. Because blah, blah, blah. And apparently some fucking lady who was probably wanting like a fucking lemon loaf, lemon pound cake or some shit. uh, We were out. But she saw one in the case. She saw one in the case and we said, no, we can't give that to you because it's been in there for three three or four days and it's not good. It's display only. And that's not how it works at most Starbucks. You pull shit out of there, you can give it to people. It's fine. It's just our case wasn't fucking working. And this lady decides to call and go up the food chain. You know, go onto the Starbucks website. Figure out the hotline number. Go through that process. Find out how to get a hold of my manager's manager. And then fucking complain. Fucking snitch that our case wasn't working. That our fucking, you know, so then we get in trouble. People who are making minimum wage, doing pretty much the best they can. Doing the best they can at this job on any given day. You know, sometimes you have a, a, the better crew. Or sometimes you, you're a man down and it's a tough day. And you're trying to do all kinds of crazy shit. And there's, it's not operating at full capacity. But this lady calls in, complains to our manager. About a fucking food case, dude. What the fuck? How did we get here? How do you go through that thought process in your head and decide, you know what, I'm going to call in and I was very unsatisfied with my service because I couldn't get my fucking lemon cake. It's like, bitch, I'm going to kick you upside your head. Who the fuck do you think you are? That's the type of person who should just go play in heavy traffic. You know what I mean? That person should eat all of the bags of dicks. Just, I can't stand that. How did, how did these people get to this point where they're like, I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to write a letter, and it's going to be very pointed, and I'm going to let them know how I feel. It's like, shut the fuck up. These people are grown adults behaving like children, behaving like little, needy, whiny children. And I just I just don't get it, you know? I just don't get it. And, it's, and i almost positive. You know, my generation, millennials, probably most of you who are listening to this. We're supposed to be the needy ones. We're supposed to be the entitled, whiny, whatever. But that's not what I see on a a daily basis when it comes to people who are rude to me at Starbucks, when people who are, you know, letting me know that I fucked up or letting me know. It's almost always some fucking unhappy mother, some unhappy middle-aged lady. Who is just miserable. Has a horrible life. Who needs to get a fucking hobby. Because calling and complaining. About people who are working at Starbucks. Is not a fucking hobby. It is a sad sad existence. And yeah. Go play in traffic. You know what I'm saying. Dead. That's you know. That'd be nice. But it's weird. Like people out here snitching. Even. Even coworker. I have a coworker Who unfortunately is a fucking snitch. I learned. You know. And I don't want to. I don't know if people at work listen to this, I have no idea, I assume not, but I'll, I'll not use names in case, but there's this older gentleman who is working there, maybe 20 years older than me, grown man is what I'm getting at here, who said another coworker made a comment, an off-colored remark about his butt, and that made him feel very uncomfortable, and he shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable at the workplace <laughs> baby's uncomfortable dude what the fuck like you know what If maybe if that role's were reversed it was a man doing that to a woman if, I, I see that differently because there's a little bit of danger there there's maybe something else that could happen this is a dude who's like 300 pounds he can defend himself not only can he defend himself but he's a grown ass man you can stand up for yourself right there in that moment take the opportunity to say hey I know that was a joke I don't appreciate it, maybe don't do that to me, maybe don't do that around me, you know, I don't want to hear these things, that's, take care of it there, don't be fucking tattle to a manager, don't be going creepy-crawly up the food chain behind people's backs, trying to be like, you know what, I don't think this is right, I'm gonna take a stand, I'm gonna take a stand, it's like, what the fuck, I, I just don't get people these snitches, you know, I gotta give my dad some credit, for sure, because, The one thing he didn't do is raise a fucking snitch. I am not a snitch. You know what I mean? Like, I had... It was funny because since we got in trouble for the case, the fucking manager, the big manager, came down and was, like, lurking around the store and telling us everything that we've done wrong, basically, because this stupid cunt decided to call in. And and, and maybe it was a dude. Again, I don't fucking know. Maybe it was some stupid dick, some asshole. I don't know. But she's telling us everything that we've done wrong, and you know, yada, yada, and at one point, she kind of pulls me aside, she says, hey, thank, congratulations on partner of the quarter, this is cool, yada, yada, also, is there anything that I, is there anything I should know about, anything that you want to tell me, anything that's been going on behind the scenes, and like, I've heard all these things, I hear people talking, everybody tells me their shit, because I just nod and listen and smile and go, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, ooh, yeah, you're probably, uh you know, I don't really say shit, I just listen, because I'm not, I don't get caught up in the fucking drama, the, who this person doesn't do this, this person doesn't do that, I just, like, some days I know I'm going to have a shitty day at work, because I'm going to have to do more, and then I just do it and just bite my tongue, you know what I mean? But uh, she was asking me, like, is there anything I should know about? I was like, I'm not no snitch, I'm like, nope, everything's good here, I have no complaints, this is... You know, I'm just living it, just doing the job. Woohoo! You know, I'm not no snitch. I'm not gonna tell on somebody, Tattle tell. I just don't get people. When did we become so charming and soft? When did we become so sensitive and so easily triggered? And it's not, and it's supposed to be millennials, and it's not just us. It's not. And I'm tired of that narrative. I'm sick of that fucking narrative because it is not just millennials. Sure, there may be some extreme cases that are millennial based. But the vast majority of millennials I know can take a joke. The vast vast majority of millennials I know aren't that super sensitive. Sure, we may be a little bit more in touch with our emotions than my like then I might be more in touch with my emotions than my dad, but that's not fucking that doesn't mean I'm some sensitive bitch. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just so funny to think that we're the ones that are sensitive. And when I look around and see how things are going around me, I'm like, no, nah, man, a lot of this shit's fucking grown-ass adults too just fucking 40 years plus it's still struggling to figure out this shit and that's how you know at the end of the day nobody knows what the fuck they're doing we're all just trying to navigate this crazy fucking life without any real guide without any real idea of what we're doing and you know i guess what i'm saying is a little bit of self-awareness goes a long way and a lot of people are lacking in that unfortunately a lot of people are lacking in self-awareness and who knows maybe i should be more kind and more empathetic to these people but uh and more compassionate but you know it's really hard for me to side with people who act this way people who fucking call in and write letters and complain about service like let me speak to your manager or oh I, I'm gonna go behind my manager and talk shit like dude, these people insufferable and just sorry I've been ranting and raving but I can't stand it it's just wild to me you know what I mean <sighs> speaking of wild uh Another thing that's been crazy obviously it feels like the whole fucking state is on fire out here in California it's it's a it's weird times you know like it's been a rough week and a half back here in or a week or so like had that crazy shooting in Thousand Oaks you know 12 people dead plus that stupid fucking idiot shooter uh in one of the nicest areas in all of California apparently is one of the safest ranked cities in all of the US and uh it's a very conservative city the in very like kind of well-mannered and whatever place it's not like a wild place you know what i mean and this happens and it's fucking heartbreaking And it's just like we gotta it just feels like there's something wrong with the culture that people are just getting being slipping through the cracks we're not taking care of each other we're not respecting each other we don't Look at each other as like brother and sister or under the same team. We just really are very isolated and individualistic. And it's, it's, it feels like something needs to change. I don't know what the change is, and I don't know how we're going to do it. But man, it is, it's, it's heartbreaking to see this stuff happening, you know, once, twice a month. Just another horrible shooting. Some of these people that were in this shooting survived the Las Vegas shooting. It's like, what the fuck? We're now getting to the point where there's been so many shootings that people are surviving multiple shootings, this is blowing my mind. This is fucking, oh, I just don't, I just don't know what to do. I don't know. What, I just don't get it, I guess. Um, and who knows? It's it's always weird to me. I don't want I'm not even trying to politicize it. I'm not going to try and talk left or right. All I know is when I think of this, I don't go, you know, what's going to solve the problem? More guns. I think that'll do it. I, that, that's the one thing that doesn't click in my head, but who knows? I don't know what the answer is. I ain't got the answers. I'm just here fucking talking like usual. Um, but yeah, uh, you know the, that happened. The crazy wildfires, and it's you can. It's so weird how you can even see the divisiveness through this like wildfire shit. Like somebody posts like a crazy thing that's happening with the wildfires on Instagram, and you just go read a few comments. Don't do that, by the way. Don't do that. That's where the worst people in the world live. Apparently, is in the comment section of YouTube and Instagram and anywhere. So, you know, spare yourself, but you just see people saying like, ah, fuck them. It's happening in Malibu. Those people are rich. They'll be fine. Fuck them. It's like, dude, people's homes are burning. People's animals are burning. People are losing everything they own. And you can't have even a little shred of empathy because there's some rich California liberal. Like, it's so crazy the disconnect that we can experience and how we can see each other as the other instead of as on the same team. Just dehumanize people. Just chalk it up as like oh they're rich they'll be fine and that's not the case like up in northern california the paradise city or whatever that's not a rich city that's not fucking san francisco you know that's that's a place where there's just it's like twenty seven thousand people it's your regular run-of-the-mill fucking just trying to make do getting through life maybe moved out of the city to this place because it's more affordable type of place you know what i mean and pretty much everything has been destroyed there or like a lot I don't know about everything I, I don't know the exact numbers but literally they're saying it's the worst fire wildfire in state history there's like 43 people who have died already they expect that number to rise and they only have it 30 percent contained and it's just tragic and insane and I feel so bad for my fellow Californians that are suffering right now because there's really not much I can do unfortunately uh, and if you can do something if you have a little extra money you know, you can donate 10 bucks to Red Cross or donate to the IFA, or I can't remember what it is exactly, but you can donate. So it goes directly to the firefighters and their families who are fighting on the front lines, firefighters who had their homes already destroyed by the fires, all this stuff. You can do things to help people and, uh, any, any little bit is greatly appreciated and will help. And, you know, if you can't do that, I, I, it's World Kindness Day, for Christ's sakes. If we can't be kind and do make and have an act of kindness on World Kindness Day, we're really getting to a bad point, in in, uh, you know the way things are going. But uh, it's 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 just that's what I'm trying to push today. I guess is what I should say. I know I kind of started off ranting and raving about snitches, which I still feel pretty strongly about that. But if there's ways that we can be more loving, more kind, more compassionate, that's what we got to do. We got to figure out. How we can start communicating with each one or each other again and not being so divisive and not so divided. Whether it's in fucking Instagram comments or on YouTube or wherever. It's just nobody wants to be understanding anymore. Everybody just wants to, oh, you're on this side. Well, I'm drawing a line in the sand, buddy. And if you go past that line, oh boy, you're going to get it. You're going to get it, you know. It's like, when did it come to this? The outrage, the pettiness. It's exhausting. And I guess it probably starts at the top, right? It always starts top down, and the king of petty, uh, Donald Trump. He he was on it again, you know. He the first tweet, you know. Eventually he did backtrack a little bit and say, "Oh, I feel I feel for the families, thoughts and prayers. Thank you to the brave people fighting the fires on the front line. You're heroes." Like eventually hours later multiple hours later after these fires have been going on and getting worse and people have died and are losing their homes uh he tweets that stuff but the first tweet is placing blame on the state of california you know oh the parks and rec departments suck these fires could have been prevented as if a fucking power line falling down in the middle of fucking nowhere and causing these fires to start was the Parks Department fault. Like, this is a freak accident where these power lines... That's what it looks like. They're not sure what's happening, but from all I've read, it looks like it was from a downed power line. And there's nothing that... You can't prevent a downed power line if you don't know what's going to happen until it happens. But no, he's blaming the fucking state, saying that it's neglect, saying that the Parks Department could have got rid of the underbrush and they weren't doing a good job, as if they're just, like, a massively powered, like, army who has this huge like manpower to be able to go out and just take care of everything within the humongous state one of the biggest states in the fucking united states it's like this guy doesn't give a fuck he just wants to make california look bad and be able to get chalk up a win for his side you know because we didn't vote for him so he looks at us and says "Eh, fuck those guys that's how i take that anyways and it's so weird that i guess maybe that's what happens you see him being petty and then you go, well, he's being petty. I'm going to be petty. I'm going to fucking double down on my pettiness because fuck that guy. And I think that's what's happening. You know, we're not being able to communicate because we see it up at the top and it just trickles down. That's the one thing that does actually trickle down. Money, money gets caught in the gutters, stuffed in the pockets, uh, stuffed in the mattress. It doesn't trickle down. You know what I mean? But when it comes to behavior, go to any organization And if there's a behavior of just like shit, it starts at the top down every time. You know what I'm saying? And so maybe that's where we're at right now. Maybe all we have is we're going to be petty. We're going to try to find the win. We're going to make people look stupid. And I'm going to be the best. And that's, I guess maybe that's partly where we're at. And it's partly because fucking Trump can't help but do all of that shit. So, I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is it would be nice if people could just be kinder to one another if we could maybe instead of having like you know we can't stop the wildfires but one wildfire that would be awesome to start is a wildfire of love and kindness that spread throughout the nation and was almost uncontrollable that was so much that it spread throughout the world i know that's some hippy dippy bullshit it's probably never gonna happen uh but that would be the kind of wildfires i would like to see a fucking wildfire of kindness and love and compassion and lifting each other up instead of fucking finding out our differences, pointing out our differences and trying to make people feel small, make people feel stupid, you know? That's that's what I would like to see. I don't know. And, and it all, uh, it all starts with just like listening a little better, I guess, and figuring out how to communicate without screaming and yelling and being so caught up in our own ideologies and beliefs that thinking that when somebody doesn't agree with us, they're automatically out to get us and out to be against us, you know? That, that'd probably be a good place to start. I don't know. It's just so crazy how even a wildfire or a horrific shooting is just politicized, though, like, pretty much instantly. And it, I don't know if it's on purpose. I don't know if it's just how our society is right now because we, we are so divided and so split down the middle, you, you know? A thing like climate change has somehow become politicized which I do not understand at all like I guess if you're a liberal you believe climate change is real if you're a conservative you think it's a hoax or you think it's like a cyclical thing like oh we're just going through a pattern right we're just 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 a pattern that's happening right now and you know from what I've read uh all the science which is apparently made up by those rich liberals to make them look smart uh looks like global warming is very real uh, we're seeing many, many more effects, whether it be strong, strong hurricanes that are devastating to the people on the coast, uh, whether it's these horrible, horrible wildfires that aren't only just happening in California. Like I remember I was hearing about wildfires in Kansas. I was hearing about wildfires in Colorado. They're in Washington. They're in Oregon. These are happening all over. And it's because we're getting less rain. The, the world, the globe is heating up. It's not, not, it's not just because you can go outside and pick up a fucking snowball doesn't mean that global warming is not real. Because there's a whole globe. You understand? That's how, that's how the globe works. And when it's cold in one place, apparently on the other side of the globe, it's warm, right? Okay, so then the average temperature, you see this? I'm doing a little math here. Sorry, I'm being very condescending. Sorry, I shouldn't do that. I'm trying to be nice. But the whole globe heats up. And overall... It's warming more and the ice caps are melting. These are facts. These aren't things that are being made up. I mean, I guess you can argue what's causing it, but to ignore that global warming is happening happening, and that probably us pumping tons and tons of CO2 into the greenhouse gases, into the the atmosphere, yeah, that probably has something to do with it because before us, there wasn't a ton of people just pumping in extra gas, fucking driving cars and doing all kinds of crazy shit factory farming everything and that's definitely has to have some impact it's like when uh if if i was only to go on a diet of fucking cheetos and sugar what i'm eating and what i'm consuming that's going to affect me and if you're putting that shit into your body that's going to affect you so if you're putting bad things into the air into the ecosystem yeah probably going to have an effect on it that just seems like eh, common sense to me but i don't know it's it's just weird how climate change and you know, shooting and everything is so politicized, and you just have to pick a side and fucking hunker down and get in your fucking bunker and start preparing for war. You know, it's it's wild. I just wish again a little more loving, a little more kindness, spread it. Start look inward. Start with yourself. If you want to fix the world, you got to fix yourself first. You got to figure out you know have a little self awareness. Figure out what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? What well, can I do better? Not a lot of people are spending time necessarily doing that, but it'd be nice if we did, and I guess here on World Kindness Day, I would ask that we just be a little more loving and a little more kind to each other, and yeah, I'll I'll leave you with that. As always, uh, thanks for listening. Fifty-fourth episode of the Millennial Man Child podcast is in the books, in the books, in las libras, las, las libras, or I think that's how you say it. Maybe it's buco. I don't know. I'm not very, not very good at Spanish. Not very well versed, unfortunately. You know, I did take two. I did take two years of Spanish in high school, but first of all, I didn't try very hard. Who tried very hard in Spanish? That was the class you just fucked around in for sure no offense, but, uh, I didn't try very hard, and, like, that was 12 years ago, that was, that was a long time ago, back when I was pretending that I knew what the fuck I was talking about in Spanish, you feel me, it's, it's been a while, and, you know, looking back a little bit, it's like, shit, that, I should have paid attention more in Spanish, I should have tried harder, that would have been a valuable skill, knowing a second language, right, would have been able to navigate those murky waters of TJ much better, much better you know it's like when i go now it's like you know how do you say blow job in spanish when i go to the strip club i i don't know i i never learned that i didn't get that far right i didn't i didn't get that far unfortunately (laughs) i'm I'm fucking around i'm just kidding guys i'm just being a goofball just being a goofball just being silly you know because of course i pay for the full sex i don't (laughs) blow job (laughs) that's child's play you know what i'm saying Let's do it right. No, I'm just, I'm just fucking kidding. Got him. Huh, how did we get here? How did we get here? Anyways, uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. You millennial snowflakes, you beautiful bastards. You're the best. You know, I hope you didn't get too triggered during this episode. Just kidding. But uh, yeah, it's 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 awesome that people are out there humbly giving me some of their time, taking time out of their fucking busy days to listen to some chump talk about random bullshit. You know what I mean? It's just some goon who's just mouthing off basically just you know trying to be nice trying to be silly just trying to come from a thoughtful place usually but uh who knows i have no fucking clue what i'm doing that's for sure but thank you all for listening and you know to the peeps that take it that one step further you're not just a loyal listener but you've actually shared the podcast you've told a friend to check it out you've been like yo Go check out this Man Child podcast. It's unreal. I can't even believe it's a real thing. It's so fucking good. You know, I'm sure that's actually never been said, but maybe someday that will be said and I'm looking forward to that day. But uh thank you for everything you do, it's much appreciated. Your support keeps me going. It's like fuel in the tank, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to you all. You're the best. You're the best, you're the best best in the west in the west. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm just repeating things to repeat them at this point, who knows? my brain's fucking just fried, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I got for you, you know, I did want to mention, I finished that second season of Ozarks, and holy shit, it was on point, loved it, if you haven't checked that show out, definitely check it out, and I, I was excited to see, we're getting a little Heisenberg-esque, you know what I'm saying, we're getting there, I was wondering if it was going to go that direction, and it is starting to creep that way a little bit and it's not exactly how i expected it to and i'm liking it i'm liking the direction it's heading it's going to be interesting to see what they're pulling together for that the next season so yeah check out that but besides that uh the music for today is just a bunch of random kind of like lo-fi hip-hop beats just some silly stuff that i like to listen to when i'm reading a book or want some ambient noise or just trying to do uh, a little writing, even, I'll put on these beats. And I'm just throwing those out there to share them with you so you can get a little taste yourself. That lo-fi hip-hop, it's uh, it's nice. It's nice for when you're just trying to relax and you don't want to hear lyrics. You're just trying to need, like, some instrumentals or something, some some background noise. It's perfect for that. So that's the music for today. And that's all I got for you, folks. So I hope you have a great week. And until next time, Millennial Man Child, out.